Welcome to the Girl God Experience. Is that what we're doing? With April Clark and Grace Freud. I don't know if I agreed to this. The number one podcast ever. I know everyone says that, but I'm the we only... We have the data to back it up. We've used machine learning to determine if our podcast, like where our podcast is in the rankings. Yes, we have. Now, a lot of a big criticism is the only data that we fed our machine learning model was our own data. But it, it's a smart enough model where it doesn't need the data from the other podcasts. Right. So it did put out a list that said, you know, top podcasts of all time, number one, The Girl Got Experience, and then listed no other podcasts. Well, a good enough machine... But it machine, did still put out that yeah, list. A good yeah. enough machine shouldn't need all the data. I guess every other podcast is tied for number two. Yeah. Sucks for them. That's our new slogan, actually. Every other podcast is tied for number two. You're listening to the number one podcast in the world, the only podcast that has leaped, leapt ahead from all the other podcasts that are tied at because, number two. Because we use AI to determine what we should talk about um, on any given day. Uh, and most of the time, it tells us to talk about guys um, who have sex with dogs apparently um pretty much all the time the ai is saying that yeah if you're mad with how about how often we talk about guys who have sex with dogs on the podcast then blame computers because they they shoot out our topics and every single time they're like bestiality dog fucking dog ass eating or they send us like a an article that that is about about something like that that we should, that should kick off the discussion every time. That's all it wants us to talk about. And no, don't blame Apple. Don't blame Dell. We've got one of them big old timey computers you would see like in an episode of the Twilight Zone yes. that prints prints all the answers out. That's what we record the podcast on too. And that's we were, what, that's what we've used every single cent. We recorded on one of those giant. We've computers used every that, single cent of the Patreon money on that computer, and we're still ten million dollars in debt because of, they're very expensive. It's one of those computers that takes up an entire room, and you might mm-hmm. think, shouldn't it be cheap? Every other computer is so expensive now. It's the oldest type. Nope. It's no. actually the vintage IBMs have gotten really quite expensive. It's actually pretty expensive. Up, yeah. It takes up a whole room. It takes up my bedroom. So I have to sleep on top of the freaking thing. And my back hurts like hell. Yeah, it's really rough. It's really rough. So that's pretty much what the show is. And that's pretty much what you're listening to. So thanks for thanks for listening. We're back with another. We're back with another exciting week. Doctor Pod. We call the computer Doctor Pod. Doctor Pod. You're not supposed to be on the podcast. You're just supposed to tell us what to talk about. Doctor Pod. Doctor Pod. I don't think we could say that about about Lin Manuel Miranda. People usually don't go racial, but you really went racial. Dr. Pod, I'm going to unplug you. Just unplug him. Just unplug him. This is getting annoying. Okay, I did it. Okay, so now if this episode sucks... It's because we're going... We it's because... Get, we, he hadn't printed out the topics for us to talk about yet. We had to unplug Dr. Pod. We had to unplug Dr. Pod. So if the episode sucks, that's going to be why. That's going to be why. So you pretty much can't get mad at us. Damn, what if the episode is really good... 
And it turns out we spent $10 million on an 80-year-old supercomputer for nothing. That'd be awful. <laughs> that would be, be the, really wor- the worst possible outcome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope this episode sucks. Let's hope it sucks ass. Um, We're off to a great start. Yeah. <laughs> Without further ado, let's, April. Okay, let's start the show. Can I ask you a question? Let's do the show for real. April, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What generation do you think I'm a part of? Like, genuinely. Genuinely, you are a millennial. You really think I'm a millennial? You're 29, almost 30. You're a month and a half away. You're basically one month away from being 30. Basically one... I'm more than a month. That's not basically. You're, it's one month. Basically is a couple of days and a month. One, not, one month and seven days. Seven? Yeah. No, eight. Sure. <laughs> one month and one week away from being 30. Is my birthday on a Monday? No. I don't know. We're recording the this on a Monday. The sixth is on a two. Oh, I get it. But, yeah, when this comes out. Yeah. One month and one week. Damn. Okay, but point being, I'm not a millennial. Yeah, unfortunately. If I, I wasn't a millennial, what generation would I be? Gen. Maybe Z. the silent generation? Maybe Gen Z? No, I don't think. I know you have a fixation on being Gen I'm Z. I'm not Gen Z. Yeah, okay, there. End, Listen, end of conversation. April, I'm not Gen Z. I'm not a millennial. I need to tell you something. Yeah. I have been recruited by a special chronological force to join Generation Ultimate. It's some of the most powerful, innovative, and extreme members of all of the different generations combined together. To, for one crackerjack team that that will save all of time, it's me, Harry Truman, chair, chair, uh, chair, chair, chair. There you go. Okay, chair. The Tuskegee uh. Airmen. <laughs> all of them. Mm-hmm. Gerbils for some reason. <laughs> And Abraham Lincoln. And we're all band together to save save the world from the from 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 the the scariest threat ever. What threat is so scary that it has the Tuskegee Airmen, Gerbils, Harriet, Abe Lincoln, Harry, all on the same side? Chair. Chair. Oh, and Harriet Tubman. Chair. And oh, Harriet and Harriet Tubman. What's the th- what? who does not like Lincoln? By the way, they do not get along. Right? No, I probably they told do you that. not get along. Is it for the but reasons? I do think they be think? smooching. Oh, okay. Um, but um, and uh, oh, and the Noid. So can tell who so was a real guy. What? What is the threat you guys have to fight? Well, first, I gotta sing the theme song. Okay. Join together to fight for what's right. Why are you going on your phone while I'm singing the theme song? You sing the theme song. I'm doing bad. I made a promise not to do two screens in 2024, but I'm breaking it so much. Now? 
Yeah. I'm going to sing it slower. Okay. So you can focus on it. Sing the theme song. Join together to fight for what's right. Their friendships are tight. They love each other. That's their might. Lincoln, Truman, Gerbils too, the Tuskegee Airmen, Cher and Harriet Tubman, Tubman, with Grace Freud, they're going all around time. And the Noid, right. But mainly 2024. And the Noid, (laughs) but mainly 2024. To put an end to everything. We have always fought. We have fought every war. It's time to leave the earth to something new. Generation Ultimate is going to end it all for you. Wait, so you guys are trying to destroy the world? (laughs) Well, you know how when people say, if you had a time machine, would you go back and kill baby Hitler? Yes. We're kind of doing that, except with all of Generation Alpha. <laughs> Wait, We're, so you guys have come for the threat is Gen is Gen Alpha. The threat is the next gen, yeah, the yes, Gen yeah, Alpha, the, the next generation the of humanity. Generation, yeah, and so you have come, f- you and your team that you've been recruited to Generation mm. Ultimate, mm-hmm. Generation Ultra. Generation Ultimate. Generation Ultimate. Basically, what ha- happened has is... traveled forward and... Interestingly, no one from the future. <laughs> Just people from the past... That's not true. ...who've traveled... That is not true, forward actually. ...forward in time to destroy Generation Alpha. That's not true. Yeah. The Tuskegee Airmen live due to government medication. Basically, due to Medicare. They have the best Medicare because they were the Tuskegee Airmen. Live... To the 2050s and saw the wreckage that Generation Alpha laid upon the world, which is like dozens, which was actually pretty much just a continuation of what we're doing now, but it was still bad. So they got all in their old timey planes and they went backwards around the world a bunch of times, picking me up and then Cher and then... Harriet Tubman and Truman and and then they went forward and, and again. They, they, some, well, they had ideas sometimes. Like, so it's they the were Tuskegee like, Damn, Airmen. we should have gotten Truman. Oh, okay. And they got they they got Goebbels, um due to a mistake. They were like on the on the way we should we should kill baby Hitler and see if that fixes stuff. But a bunch of hijinks ensued. Basically. They became friends with him, and he jumped in to the plane. And it was a teen Goebbels who hadn't done any of the bad stuff. Oh, so teen sure. Goebbels is actually kind of a cool guy. And, he, you know, he was basically raised by the Tuskegee Airmen then. Right. So he was raised by all of these, you know, black veterans. So he actually so became... So it's Goebbels, but he was raised by futuristic <laughs> black veterans. Yes. Oh. <laughs> And so he actually became a pretty cool guy. Although because he was raised by black veterans, sometimes he does do like kind of black scent. And 
that's not cool. <laughs> but but you also kind of get it because you were that's where you were. That's how you you know grew up. But yeah. But point being, um, but point being, um, they went all throughout time and they decided that like humanity should be done. We should leave what's left of this world to. Um, oh, and they're working with Oppenheimer, but he's not part of the greatest generation. But they're working with Oppenheimer to... You mean Generation Ultimate? Well, there's multiple, depending on what tongue you speak. Sure. But Generation Ultimate, yeah. The real greatest generation. The actual greatest generation. Um, Oppenheimer has got clones of himself and is going to be, uh, um, for the rest of um, all millennia... Uh, making sure that nuclear power plants shut down and stuff. Um, so, but, so they've really thought it out. I'm learning so much history. I, I think if we had replaced the presidency with all of the Tuskegee Airmen, the world would have gone a lot better because they govern together. They make decisions about generation ultimate as a group. Sure. They they are the governing body. So they are the leaders of your. But there isn't like one guy calling the shots. Chronological force. There, there's not one guy Can calling the shots. Can you name any of them? <laughs> it's fine if you can't. I know they're your bosses. Technically, I think it would so that's be rude of me to. Um, I think it would be really rude of me. Um, to to just name a bunch of men who I met one of them once actually. Really? Um at an event. What event? Where did you meet one of Are they alive at all? I'm I don't know if that's possible. Is it? There were a ton of them. I had to. I swear, I met one once. Like he spoke at this thing, at at school. Hmm. I don't know if the timeline was he old. I guess he would have been. What do you? There's still World War II veterans alive today, April. I, I guess yeah, but they're like almost a hundred years old, right? Um. Yes. One of them died just last year. Okay. Are you finding out if any of them are still alive? <laughs> Why do they make this so hard to Google? It's still... Is the airman still living? Alive. If only we hadn't unplugged. He died in 2023, the last the one. The last one died in 2023. Or that's what they want you to think. <laughs> because in, in actuality... right, right. right. They're working to end humanity as we know it. Right, or Gen Alpha at least. Well, no, because if Gen Alpha dies, everyone will die. Sure. So what exactly is the problem with Gen Alpha? Oh, it's really kind of just there. It it, it just falls on, like, it fall, all of, so how his, how time traveling works is you have, you can't kill an entire generation if it's locked in. And so, Gen Alpha is not locked in because of their chronoparticles are still 
waving around. Yeah. There isn't... The future, when you time travel, isn't infinite. The future is only what has happened. So right now, the future ends at about 2070. That's the furthest anyone's lived, too. That's the furthest it's possible to time travel to. Oh, sure. Um, so basically just killing as the closest as possible. So Gen Alpha isn't locked in, so you can still kill them yet. Still. And also, it's easy because they're babies. Right. Well, you could go back to a time when any generation is babies. Yeah, but those are locked in babies. And, oh, sure. Gen Alpha is not locked in. And so you're just kind of holding your group, your little group is just kind of holding Gen Alpha accountable for the sins of generations and generations of humanity. Yes. Well, we're ending it. Sure. Generation ultimate. It's an, you're saying the is ultimate it, is like it's a this is the end. It's yeah. a necessary sacrifice. Yeah, maybe they'll be like uh, I don't know, horse people next, or fish people, or something. But that won't happen if humanity still reigns. Sure. Also, yeah. the Tuskegee Airmen have flown all throughout space, and aliens don't exist. <laughs> so, Earth is the only planet in the whole universe hospitable to life, sentient life, advanced life. There are aliens, but they oh, there, oh, there, there are, are some oh, aliens, there are actually aliens, but they're low key. Like they just crawl and stuff. They don't make <laughs> machines. Sure. So. <laughs> And they don't live in planets that will ever let them evolve to make machines and stuff. This is the only planet that... And the Tuskegee Airmen have been on so many adventures. Honestly, the only real reason I could see why we should not kill all of Generation Alpha is for them to make an awesome TV show about the spacefaring adventures of the Tuskegee Airmen. Wow. But... Well, maybe if another generation could make that. No, um, but uh, I think that, like, essentially, what we're doing is a good thing. How are you doing it? You ever hear of SIDS? That's us every time. Even, like, in older generations? Sure. That was us practicing. Yeah. So you can induce SIDS. Oh, no, we're just killing them. Oh, you! Oh, we, you and then we tell people it was. Oh, Sid. there's no such we're thing like as popping SIDS. in and out. SIDS is like propaganda or like a a cover up. The invention of SIDS is a cover up for you guys killing people. Basically, babies. Chair and Harriet. Chair. <laughs> Chair and Harriet teamed up using their skills. Harriet as like you know like a spy of sorts, and Chair is an incredible dancer to <laughs> to. <laughs> Kill a baby very quietly and seamlessly. Wow. You press the soft spot on their head and their belly button. If you press hard enough at the same time, donezo. Right. Mostly the head is the thing that's doing it, actually. I have a question, which is, so what exactly is your role in all of this? Hmm? Why do they need you? (laughs) Why do they need me? It seems like Cher and Harriet Tubman are killing the babies and the Tuskegee Airmen... (laughs) are kind of running the show so what exactly is your role <laughs> and joseph and and uh and and goebbels is uh just kind of doing black scent and he's a teenager now and i get that he's like the child of the tuskegee airmen yes. so he has to be there yeah. what is what exactly is your role in all of this 
Truman and Lincoln are there. Oh, and what is their role in all of this? They're just really good friends with the airmen. They no, just hit you. It off. What is your role? My, what is your okay. role? My role is to kind of um. Wait, put your finger on this. It went to sleep. I don't know why. It might not be recording anymore. Oh, no, it's actually still recording. Okay, keep going. Your role is... My role in all of this is to, um, you know, essentially... uh, Well, you know, um, I might have... I might have told a little lie... You might have told a lie? What lie? Well, if I tell you to say it on the podcast, the rest of Generation Ultimate's going to hear it because they're big fans of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But You should just tell me. You should live your truth. Tell me the truth. (laughs) I told the Tuskegee Airmen that I was a time angel sent from God to observe their their happenings they didn't choose me to be a part of Generation Ultimate I just happened to be hanging out with my niece and I walked into the room as they were killing her I said, don't do that. She lives. And they were like, who the hell are you? And I said, I'm time angel. But you can call me Grace. And I said, you better keep me. God will stop you from killing humanity. Oh, they believe if- in God? <laughs> they all, man, <laughs> they're all Catholics. <laughs> um, except Truman, who... I never know what that guy is on, but, um, they, they said, I said, you better, God sent me to watch you guys complete your mission. And if you do it wrong, God will send you to time hell. But that was all out of my fucking ass, man. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you actually saved a baby's life. Yeah. I saved my niece. And, and... I mean, I wouldn't be... I don't think they could get mad at you for that. Generation Ultimate? Yeah. Yes, they could. They want to kill all the babies. Well, but for long... It seems like you, in that moment, by lying, actually demonstrated usefulness to them. Yeah, I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Yeah. It. Yeah. Right. Um, I so, provide color just, commentary. They just think you're a time angel. They say, where are your wings? They say, you can't see them yet because you haven't completed your mission. So that's freaky to me, because once they have killed all of Gen Alpha, they're going to expect some wings. Oh, so they, so you seem to have accidentally stumbled onto something that they actually believe to be true. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I you you kind of said, I'm a time angel, and instead of saying, what is that? They said, oh yeah, we know what that is. Well, that's because they've been... So, so they think time angels are real. Because they are real, April, and they've encountered other ones. Oh. I was guessing at the time, but there are time angels, and most of them are fucking ripped. They don't look like me. Could you become a time angel? Uh, 
I just don't think I can finish my degree. Yo, it's a degree. Well, you at least have to have... It's one of those things where they... You don't really need a degree for any reason, but they want you to have a bachelor's. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know, and pretty <laughs> much whatever. A, to become a time angel. Yeah. Uh, oh, great. What do, and what do time angels actually do? From what I can see, suck and fuck. <laughs> but, but what they really do is they make sure that time is doing fine and people aren't messing with it. Um, But... They respect the hell out of the Tuskegee Airmen, so they've been kind of just letting them do whatever they want with Generation Ultimate, within reason. Wow. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's incredible. I... We tried to stop Epstein from doing all that stuff, and the Time Angels were like, no, don't do it. Right. It has happened and all that, or whatever. Well, but the weird thing is we have messed with other stuff, and they've been okay with it. The, the Epstein thing was a big no-no. Right, yeah. It is interesting to me that you guys seem to have all these powers, and you haven't done anything useful except for doom humanity. We've right? killed millions of babies. <laughs> you, you don't know yet because it's going to be in a few years. Oh. It's toddlers, too. We start the killing in 2025. Oh, Okay. But so all, every case of Sid so far is still just practice. Practice, sure, right? Practice. We ramp it up in 2025, big time. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, great. Well, that's kind of like our our second season. I hope they don't get mad at you for kind of spilling these. We're calling what we do from 2025 on Generation Ultimate Mega Force. <laughs> I mean, that's. Wow, I don't even know what to say to that. That's... No, I think they're going to be excited that I talked about this on the podcast because Lincoln especially, he's like, why are you never talk about your friends on the podcast? Right. And I'm like, listen, Abe, I'm going to get around to it. April's a bitch. She sucks. I hate her. She's a cut. And Abe's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool that you've talked to Abe Lincoln about about me, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's cool. Even if it seems he like doesn't a, want to hang out. Yeah, just, like, I mean, he's busy. Seems he's like just... all you've told him is that I'm a bitch and a cunt. But that's cool. That isn't all I've told him. Oh, okay. Just FYI. Okay. Well, let's um, let's take an. Do ad you want to know Abe Lincoln's favorite One Piece character? Sure. Monkey D. Luffy, which isn't a hard one. It's not an obscure one. Sure. And he's not a huge fan. <laughs> But at least he did check it out when he saw how much interest I'm I had. I'm sorry in it. I didn't check out One Piece when I saw how much interest you had in, in it. In the past week, have you? Yes, and I actually understand. I understand how to play the game perfectly now. For what name? Name a character that you like. Who's your favorite character? The Peace. This is heartbreaking. Let's go to Ad. This episode of The Girl God Experience is brought to you by the Sibian Wheelchair, Sibian's new line of wheelchairs that will fuck you while you're sitting in them. Thank you very much to Sibian for making this episode possible. And if you're interested in a Sibian wheelchair for yourself, maybe you're in a wheelchair and, you know, it can be hard to find time to pleasure yourself if that's... I bet you could have time. You know, well, but, wait, I don't need to be like, just because you're in a wheelchair, you have more time. But 
And Sibian, <laughs> and Sibian believes that as well. Just because you're in a wheelchair doesn't mean you have more time to be touching yourself or whatever. Which is why... I did. When I was in a wheelchair, I couldn't go as many places. So I had more time to jack off. That was one of the nicer things about being in a wheelchair. Sure, but Sibian is for the working person in a wheelchair, you know, who has doesn't have as much time especially because maybe being in a wheelchair means it takes you longer to get places or it takes oh you know, that's a good point if it you have a, it takes you know a little what? more you time just to have, do you made such a good things. point just now you know if you're wait these seconds add up you know you wait two minutes for the bus to put the ramp down so you can get on those are two minutes you know you don't have alone to yourself they should make a girlfriend wheelchair that has like it's like a wheelchair and you get to have a girlfriend with it Right, so that's that not a, that's not so that's not possible. That's not a real product. Oh, you don't think that people with wheelchairs could have girlfriends? I don't think selling them together is kind of a a possible business venture. What if it was like a doll sort of thing, like a sex doll? I didn't say that. Like a body I didn't pillow. Say sex was anything? Yeah, like a body pillow with a flashlight in it. You ever wonder if they, if people who got a body pillow cut a hole in it and put a flashlight in it? If I'm I had sure one, that, I'd probably I'm do sure that. I'm sure that happens all the time. <laughs> but that's disgusting. Do you think that's viewed as wrong in the community? Because they treat the pillows as people. So you'd be cutting open a person and putting something of that was not of them in there. Right. I imagine it's more expected to make sweet love to, <laughs> to your body pillow. Have you ever humped a pillow before? Not a body pillow, just a regular pillow. I mean... Probably. Yeah, everyone has. I don't know if everybody has. Everyone has. Unless, the two hosts of this podcast have. Unless you're in a wheelchair. And it might not be possible for you to hump on a pillow, you know, or fuck a body pillow. Fucking can be hard if you're in a in a wheelchair. You know, not for everyone. Some people still get it done. Stephen Hawking did it with kids, even. It's crazy. Very impressive. You know, I just gotta say, did he just impressive? Did he just? Do you think if he had had one of these sitting wheelchairs, then he wouldn't have done that stuff? Maybe he could have controlled his urges better if you were, were getting fucked in the ass by the sibian wheelchair if you're a, a pedophile in a wheelchair and you need help controlling your urges go ahead and and google the sibian wheelchair look that up okay the sibian wheelchair control the urge thank you very much to sibian wheelchair for making this episode possible go ahead and check that product out and we'll be right back with more show And we're back. I think a harm of online activism is that this is actually easy argument. I've seen lots of folks indicate that a single billionaire could solve homelessness or that there are 30 times more houses than homeless people so we could just give them all houses. These words are fantastic for activating people, but they are also lies. No, they aren't dipshit. No, they fucking aren't dipshit. Wait, that so was that, a Hank Green tweet. That was tweet. who? Wait, including Hank Green. Hank Green. Doesn't he have? Is he? John dead? Green's isn't he a, brother. Isn't he dying? I think he survived it. Maybe he got. He had, he cancer. Got, he had ball cancer. They had to remove his penis. 
They had to remove his penis. And now he's online posting like this because they had to remove... Because he's covered in piss. They had to remove his penis. Because the piss goes all over now when he pees. Um, Wait, I so- like I like I like Hank Green and I'm sad that he when he pisses it goes all over now because they removed his penis. I'm sad about that. More like Wank Green. Well, not anymore. <laughs> not, not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> not actually. anymore. It was more like Wank Green. More like Hank No Peen. Because he, he doesn't have a penis I anymore. Like, I like Hank Green, and when I was younger, I liked John Green a lot. But um, but this tweet really pissed me off. The US, And then he goes on to say, the U.S. government currently spends around $50 billion per year keeping people housed. No, it fucking doesn't. It doesn't. It do- Like, wake up, man. Like, fucking look around you. Look a, look at how government money is spent. That money goes to government services that are that that aren't even legally allowed to 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 fucking take the actions needed to solve anything. And then nonprofits that are like less constrained, but that are just using the money to pay their fucking executive directors, man. Don't act like all of that money is going to people. Oh, oh yeah, if we, oh, if, 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 oh, oh, you think $50 billion a year could ostensibly buy the housing needed to house every unhoused person? Well, guess what? We already spend that amount of money and it doesn't. No, because we, we don't spend it on housing. We spend it on fucking... Losers yeah, yeah. who are supposed to get into finance, but they like they fucking they rebelled against their parents. So now in their rebellion, they simply make four hundred thousand dollars a year headed up like like Hearts for Housing or some fucking bullshit nonprofit that doesn't do shit. You know what does shit? K Town for All, Sella, like local, hardcore, real fucking organizations that do on the ground work that don't have these fucking bureaucratic power structures every dollar of that 50 billion dollars is going to bureaucratic power structures and not going to fucking actually house people you know what hank green should have done should have spent his chemo money on paying for someone's housing if he I don't so know much. about that he should have died from testicular ball cancer instead of spending his penis I, removal surgery and he should have spent his penis removal surgery money on homeless people if he cares so much I think that's a, uh, I don't know if I agree with that oh if you care about homeless people so much why don't you spend your chemo money on their housing and and Okay, sure. I don't, really sta- yeah. I don't really stand by that. I'm just talking. Okay. Well, I'm just talking to hear myself talk. But I talk. guess my thing, what this really, what really pissed me off about wait, this is Wait, he's saying like, that they, wait, sorry. I think I don't even understand what anyone's we agree, saying. Like, well, we agree, he's like housing. Ch- I don't really know. understand anything anymore. So, wait, so he's saying that that no one could solve so, homelessness no that that's not already, that's, uh, that's not spend, what he's saying he's saying, he's saying we already that, spend so much money he's saying that homeless. saying that like any like that there are billionaires in this country that could solve homelessness if they they wanted to he's is saying that wrong. that's dumb and wrong um He's saying that's incorrect because if if Bill Gates there are women in this country who could suck my shit if they wanted to <laughs> That is true Same logic but 
he's he's also kind of like using this to mean like well we're focused on on this issue of like the money is there when really we actually need to build more housing like the money isn't there the housing isn't really there we need to build more housing he's saying that by recognizing that oh there's a cricket on the floor oh yeah that's a cricket should i kill it i think we can just let it out okay why don't you just pick it up nope it scared me. I'm just gonna keep an eye on it. You keep Where? going with what you're saying. It's under the table. A cricket scared you? Yes. Well, I didn't know what it was, but I saw it moving. It's moving a lot. It's overcoming. Do you want me to like toward I'll... you? No, we can just leave it if you're fine with it hanging out in your house. I'm. I mean, it's not just my house. There's a lot of critters who live in here. Oh my god. There's a lot of critters that Do live. Do you in... know that guy? Um, Have you seen no. him before? I don't know if I've seen a cricket cricket in here before. Oh well, he's in the house now. All you right. Pro- you probably have a lot of critters that live in your house. Don't say that to me. I don't have anyone who lives in my house. There's bugs and stuff. Nope. A million percent, there's bugs. I don't like to think about that very much. But it's good. No. We all live in no. one big family. I, here's the thing. People always say things. You know, people say the thing like. Oh, oh, we need spiders because mm. they eat all the worst bugs or whatever. That's fucking extortion. <laughs> First of all. Okay. Oh, we oh, you need me around to deal with this threat or whatever. The, get rid of all of it. The whole ecosystem. We don't need bu- we don't need spiders. Oh, they eat the flies. Get rid of the flies too. Let's kill them all. Let's get rid of all of it. All of the bugs? Problem solved. Oh, I'm then actually there... kind of writing a novel that's got that idea. Then there would be nothing for but the... But guess what? It turns out what happens is very sad. It's hard. What? They can't get rid of all the bugs? No, they do get rid of all the... The bugs are gone. You're writing a novel where they get rid of all the bugs? The bugs are gone. And that's it's... the premise of and, the novel? And it's sad. Wow. Okay, so I mean, say more if you want. What? I don't want to say more. But you're writing a novel I'm about working where all, on the bugs, it. all the bugs are gone. It's kind of about sound and how it affects us. <laughs> is that what the entire novel is about? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, the bugs disappear. And then there's no more sound in the world. Is what you're saying. Yeah. It's also, you know, it's about grief. Because the bugs disappeared. <laughs> and you were in, lo- in love with... The main character was in love with one of them? And having sex with one of them? I don't think they were... Ha- the main character was having sex with one of the crickets? No, there was no sex with no cricket. Would you rather have sex with a cricket or a spider? Oh, a spider, I think. Really? Yes. What if it was big and human size? A spider. Really? You'd rather have sex with a big human-sized spider? Than a cricket? Yes. Is the cricket also human size? No. Small. The cricket's normal size. So so if I had sex with the cricket, I could just rub it against my penis or put it in my hole? Sex in the cricket world is much more complicated than that, but yes. Essentially? Te- essentially, yes. Essentially. Yes. Um, I, I think, I mean, I would, even if I were, were to die... Yeah. I would take the opportunity of having sex with this fantastical spider creature. You would have sex with the giant spider creature? I might have sex with the giant spider creature even if I didn't have to. 
Oh no. <laughs> Why? Oh, no. Why? This is a serious problem, Grace. <laughs> you can't be living your life like this. <laughs> a lot of stuff is starting to click into place for me right now. <laughs> a lot of stuff is starting to really make sense. So, but because it's like basically you're presenting me a world that does not have the rules of our own. Because in our world, a spider is not mythically that large. Well, no, it's, it's, though I'm presenting you a scenario, it's the same as our world, but there's a spider. Is the spider sentient? I don't know. Can the spider talk? No, it's a normal spider. Can the spider speak English? It's a normal spider. It's like a regular spider. Well, then I wouldn't have sex with the spider. It's like a regular spider. You already said you would, even though it's not sentient. So you have to. I have to have sex with it? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a lot less fun. Than what? If the spider could talk and stuff. Oh. In my brain, I was imagining a sexy spider voice. Like in Lord of the Rings. What? I was just imagining a sexy spider voice. Oh, no. (laughs) What? What? Oh, God. What? You want to have sex with a giant talking spider? I I mean, I maybe. Oh, my God. I would... In a and world... that's okay. what your novel is about? <laughs> no, it's not about that. Fuck. April, in a world... In a fantastical world... Yeah. Where many of... Many different creatures... Yeah. Have the ability to think and feel and love and fuck... Would you only fuck other human beings? We already live in that world, and I do only fuck (laughs) other human beings. We don't live in that world. Where there are many creatures that can experience love and sex. But not talk. They can talk to each other. Some parrots can talk. Okay, but I'm not talking... Okay, but wait a second. I'm not talking about having sex with the regular... I'm not talking about having sex with animals. I'm talking about having sex with mythical creatures. Would you fuck a mermaid? Well, mythical creatures are... <laughs> Would I fuck a mermaid? I mean... I don't know. Is she hot? Yes. I mean, but you can't really... How How would you have sex with them? They don't have vaginas. They don't have pussy. What do you mean she has a, a mouth? Oh, would I get my shit sucked by a mermaid? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Yeah, if a hot mermaid at the beach was like, and it was, and it looked hot and normal and was like, hey, baby, let me suck, let me get my mouth on there. I would say, yeah. Um, Checkmate. Say- Checkmate, Grace. <laughs> yeah, I would. Okay, but what about like a, what about a centaur? No, absolutely not. <laughs> What? It's a girl centaur. Does it want to suck on my shit? It wants you to fuck the horse fart. No, absolutely not then. <laughs> you would probably do that though, huh? I mean, I don't know. You'd have sex with a giant spider, but not with a <laughs> centaur girl? Well, I'm. Well, I guess, like, how do you define sex? Because, because for instance, like, Like, let's think about the giant spider for a second. Sure. The giant spider probably doesn't have a vagina. 
or 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 a butthole. That's true. Probably doesn't have a hole for me to 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 penetrate with my fingers or my tongue or anything else. How do spiders have sex normally? They don't. They they, they lay eggs and then they Well, the eggs have to get fertilized. Yes. What? So they have to have sex somehow. The eggs are came on. Oh, it happens after. I think so. Really? Well, so, I don't so know. So you're for... saying that female spiders so. have babies, and then a guy comes along and it's like, ooh, some ch- some kids, and jacks his shit <laughs> onto the babies, and well, that's how spiders get made. Oh my god! Both the male and female rep- reproductive organs are at the rear of the abdomen, but spiders don't mate by coupling these organs. Instead, the male deposits some sperm onto a small web and picks it up on the end of his petal palps. When the female is in position, the male deposits the sperm in the female's genital opening. Okay, so, so he does. So he's not a he pedophile. He puts a condom full of cum into her pussy. He's not a spider pedophile. No, he puts a condom full of cum into her pussy. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So I don't understand the implications of that, though. Well, I guess I was thinking that, like, quote-unquote sex with this giant mythical spider would probably just be us kind of like rubbing each other. Yeah. I didn't think I would be like pumping, you know, per se. Yeah, I don't know why I asked this question at all. I actually didn't really want to hear any of that, actually. I really didn't need to hear any of that, honestly. But so, okay, so you don't want to talk about your novel anymore? I mean, when it comes out. When does it come out? I don't know. I have to sell it still. Oh, you have to sell it still. And I have to finish writing it, too. Oh, yeah, that's the hard part, probably. (laughs) Oh, it's kind of been coming out pretty easy. Sure. Have you written a novel? No. You should try. Uh, I'm busy. What are you busy with? I have some stuff going on. This podcast? I have to do the podcast twice a week. Mm. Well, mostly once a week, actually. We kind of normally do them both on the same day. So um, it's kind of been, I've been kind of busy with that. What do you do on the other days of the week? Honestly. Um, well, pretty much I try to come up with elaborate scenarios to trap you with on the podcast to get you to admit to things you wouldn't normally like to admit to. <laughs> that's good. That's pretty much how I spend... It makes me feel good that you have to spend that much time. That's pretty much how I spend most of my week. Um, What else do I do? Oh, well, you know, I also run a, ch- a successful chain of bed and breakfasts across... America, obviously. What are they called? Head and breakfast. It's like the reg. It's like a bed and breakfast, but also the girls are hot and like they. It's kind of like they. Wait, I'm sorry. You have a chain of bed and breakfasts across America that are also brothels. No, Grace. That's, ri- that's ridiculous. But the way you're looking at me right now suggests that it's not ridiculous. That's absurd. That's ab- that's absurd. That's absurd. By the way, it's called. I all I said was it's the chain is called Head and Breakfast. Sure. And the girls are hot. 
I didn't even say which girls. Did, and they, then they give. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, the girls work there? I didn't say which girls. But are you talking about, are you talking about the girls who work there? Legally, we can't know which girls I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, basically I'm running my chain. What states is it in? <laughs> it's in, it's in, uh, it's in Texas right now. And Not we, Nevada? We also have... No, why would it be in Nevada? Well, because that it's legal to... What is? Operate a brothel in Nevada. Well, that's not what I'm doing, Grace. You sound ridiculous <laughs> right now. You're, I don't like this this accusation you're levying against I'm not, me. I'm, ask, I'm just asking I run questions. an upstanding chain of bed and breakfast called Head and Breakfast across Texas. Are you sure it's upstanding or is it up kneeling? I don't like what you're implying here. It's an upstanding operation that is across Texas, and it's been a massive success, and the girls are hot, but we so don't know I, which girls. We don't if, know which girls I'm talking about. If I went there, what could I expect well, from my experience? place to sleep. Okay. And probably breakfast in the morning, as is implied in the name. Okay. And what else? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not but what's say- the head part? I'm not saying. Why is it called head in breakfast then? Do you know about road head? Yes. I have this amazing idea. It's called a road bed. And it's where <laughs> it's where the girl who sits in the car next to you, she sings, she, she sings you to sleep. And you take a little nap while you're driving. Okay, but that doesn't explain even a little bit why your chain of bed and breakfast places is called Head and Breakfast. There's no connection there. Why? No. Listen to me. Listen to me. I think I think Roadbed could take off because Head and Breakfast has done so well. What if I think maybe you know Roadhead, maybe Roadbed no, is the, in the first place? If it's not, you're getting sucked off there. Why is it Head and Breakfast? Well, I'm not saying what happens there. We don't know what happens. I'm not, why is I'm not the on the I, okay, ground. But why? Do why did gr- you, as the creator of the business, <laughs> I don't know April, what Grace. Listen, to April. Me. I don't do on the ground management. I'm not. But why on, did you choose to call? I live in California. April. Why I did you? April. From afar. April. Why did you choose to call it Head and Breakfast? I didn't even come up with the name. Who came up with the name? My business associate. Who's your business associate? He's a man. Okay. And he's from Texas. Okay. And we've been working together for a few years to come up with a successful chain of better. How and did breakfast. you meet him? And I don't have to talk about that. I don't know. I, I have a business associate. It wasn't even my idea to call it head and breakfast okay i don't even know what that means i don't even know what that means but i have a business associate and he's the one who does all the on the ground all the on the ground managing okay <laughs> all the on the, what does that entail he's on site every day does man- he make sure the girls are hot the various locations i don't know the qualifications he needs to do this okay i didn't ask for a qualification i, I asked what he does a qualification would be me like asking if he had a degree or something that's worry, not what i, I don't asked. worry about the specifics of his job okay i trust him i trust him i trust him you know and we're making money together and it's so mostly what I'm doing the rest of the week is uh, I do managerial stuff from this side, you know, like cooking the books, tax fraud, tax evasion, and whatnot. 
Oh, so he's doing that. No, that's me. That's what I that's do. That's what you do. Okay. I do the managerial money stuff from from remote, remotely. But you are listed as one of the owners. I manage that. Well, yes. So if if things do seem to be as they appear, you could get in a lot of trouble. Well, no, everything on paper looks totally legit. But it's called head and breakfast, April. <laughs> And you keep winking so, at me. There's a shampoo company called Head and Shoulders. Does that are they? No, that makes sense because you put shampoo on your head. <laughs> Do you think that April, they're sending girls get... to your shower to suck you up? No, and you would look insane if you tried to claim that. Okay. There's a children's there's a children's song called Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes, but the writer of that song isn't doing anything to kids. Okay, it's a children's song. It's a fucking children's song, Grace. Okay? It's for kids. Has Hank Green ever stayed at one of your establishments? I don't know. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Here's my thing about Hank Green's tweet. uh, I I, I like Hank. I think he... I think he is a very... um, What about Stank Green and he's farting? Dank green and he's smoking. What about Shank green and he's gonna kill you? What about Sank green and he was on the he was on that submarine? Ooh. <laughs> what up. about Plank green and he's a pirate? What about Arr. what about Tank green and he can take a lot of damage? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What about uh, Dank green and he's smoking up? <laughs> what about Crank green? Cr- crank green. And he 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 winked it too hard. That's he really that thing. That's really good. One time I had to go with my friend to the hospital because his ball really hurt. Yeah. And so I had to be in there with him with his junk out while he got an ultrasound of his ball. Wow. And it's like an MRI technician who did not think that was going to be part of her evening, who was like weirdly close to our age. We were like 18. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had to be in the room because there had, it couldn't just be them because it was penis and ball. Yeah. And so it's like me looking at a screen of my friend's dick and ball. Why were you in the room? Because <laughs> someone else had to be in the room. Someone it had to be? There had to be a third party in the room. They couldn't have put a doctor in there or something. It was the ER at like 2 a.m. There are doctors there at 2 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> they could have put one of those. Right, but as as he's getting his, <laughs> his dick and balls out of the freaking ultrasound, and, because what happened is he fell down the stairs and fell on his like, dick and balls. And what? He fell on his dick and balls. He fell on them? He fell on them. How? What do you mean, how? Like, they... That's their what hit first, the ground first. So he fell on his ass? I don't understand no, the mechanics. he fell forward. Down the stairs. Was he erect? Is that what you're implying? I think he might have been erect. And he hit his... Dick and balls. You know what's always scared me so bad and, is but... the thought of breaking your penis. You know, like if it's... Well, that's what we were worried about. But it was his ball hurt? His ball hurt the most, but his dick hurt too. It's so scary that you can but actually guess what? just snap so, it. So this girl's... I heard it glows, like a glow stick. <laughs> if you do that. She's, you know, 
And you gotta put goo on it. So she's like holding with obviously a glove. Oh, like, no. That's like, terrible. <laughs> to give his penis an ultrasound. If you want to know what the kill kicker is, it was fine. Oh, they gave him. They no. gave him like like ultra strength Tylenol or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. That's pretty that? cool, though, that you could go into the hospital and say, hey, my dick hurts. Y'all want to put some shit on it and touch it? And they'll do it. And they'll do it. Unfortunately, thanks to the American healthcare system, it's very expensive. Which it is was why so expensive. We need universal healthcare. <clears throat> So that anyone across... It was really expensive. Anyone can go to the hospital and when say... When he got the bill for that, hurts. he literally had to go to the psych ward. Yeah, it's crazy how expensive <laughs> it is. One time I went to the hospital and and just didn't pay. And then I got I've it. done that a couple times. I've gotten so far one free ER trip because... Well, here's what happened. I, I was at the emergency room and while I was like talking to the doctor... They called me. The hospital I was currently in called me and said, can we take your insurance information? And I said, I'm in the room with the doctor. No. Can we do this later? And they said, yeah, sure. We'll call you back. Never called me back. Sent me a bill for, you know, not insured or whatever. <laughs> Exorbitant amount of money. I didn't pay it. And then they never sent me another one or whatever. And then you just reported later and they get rid of it. Yeah. And it's like, they never took my insurance information. I was talking to the doctor. He was about he was about to touch my shit. And I wasn't into it. I'm not really into men. Because that was when you were bleeding from your... But because he was... You were pissing blood. He, he was about to put the ultrasound liquid on my dick and jack it off. And well, because you were pissing blood. No, well, that's what I said. <laughs> I was just trying to get a hand job. That's all. This was right before we met. I just wanted one. Or right when we met? I just wanted a hand job. That's all I wanted. I thought you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but unfortunately, because of the American healthcare system, it was it was very difficult for me to make that happen. Anyways, anyways, let's wrap this shit up. Wait, can I say one thing? Yeah. Here's my thing about Hank Green. It's tweet. Yeah. A guy, again, I like. What about Bank I'm Green? glad that he is still Bank alive. Bank Green and he's got money. I'm so glad that he's still alive yeah. for many reasons. Uh, but I think that that tweet will really rub me the wrong way in part was, like, first of all, it is good to talk about how that we have, like, the the base reason. Like, we do, there are available units. There are, the money is there. Because we can then see how horrific our bureaucracy is mm -hmm. at using those resources. But then the other thing is that I, and I really don't mean to say this in like a way that's like tisk tisky to him or whatever, but like these problems and talking about these problems are like, they fuel not just him, but like a whole ecosystem of media, like the, from, um, like we're part of that ecosystem to a point even of like wow the world is so fucked but if you look at it this way you know we actually have what we need to solve this problem ah no you don't know about this or you don't know about that like it's just this like 
merry-go-round of takes and it's not and 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 when you look are and but but a take that's but what something i really like about saying okay we literally have the raw cash to fix homelessness or we literally have the amount of housing we need to fix homelessness is it's not a part of that carousel of takes it is something that that is beside that and so we literally have enough homeless people to solve our housing problem. <laughs> we have too much housing and not enough people to live in them. We literally have enough homeless people on hand to fill up every house in America. Yeah. See, that's a really good point, April. But I guess what I'm saying is it's like what I really didn't like about Hank's tweet was that it was like it's so indignant almost. It was like you it, it was proposing that like. There can't, there can't be a solution that's easy. There can't be a solution. But, and that's buying in. That's buying into the the entire economic framework of our nonprofit industrial complex, which which is not just the nonprofit industrial complex. It's YouTube videos. It's podcasts. It's all of this shit. Um, and it, it's like it, it's kind of like just like the the. It's the end of the world industrial complex, and it's, instead of actually doing something about any of this shit, we're just we're just going around in this circle jerk, you know. And I think Hank is better than that, actually. You know, I respect Hank a lot. I think he's better than that. I think he's better. Like I, 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 I think that uh, uh, I, I have a lot of friends that I think are a part of this because we kind of have to be, but but. And that's okay. It's okay, kind of, to you know, be a part of this fucking circle jerk. But at the sometimes you got to stop j- jacking off and and notice that that they uh, uh, that you know, like you know, there's another way to do it. Uh, that's probably. I mean, I'm not a freaking political thinker or whatever, but that was just my thoughts on it. What about Swank Green and his all fancy and whatnot? Ooh. What about um? What about Hank Teen and he's seventeen? Now we're talking. Ew! Christ. Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I meant because I think the he... idea of Hank Green as a seventeen-year—that's what—that's what does it for you. No, it doesn't. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! I didn't mean it that way. Well, what about Spank Green? And we're we're giving him. What's oh yeah, for? is he seventeen still? Is he seventeen in this imagination? What about Clank Green and he's a robot? Sure, sure, yeah, sure. So you get to make jokes like that, but I make one one little joke about it, and you get, and I'm the wrong one. Thank you very much, everyone, who, for listening to this episode. Oh, yeah, thank you for listening. And we'll be we'll see you later. Bye.